time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Seeding is moving ahead slowly across southern Saskatchewan, delayed by this week's rain and snowfall. Provincial crops analyst Shannon Friesen says less than 1% of the crop is in the ground. There's been some minimal seeding action in the province over the past week. Uh, Certainly parts of the southwest uh, have started in the field as well as other areas of the south as well. Uh, So overall it is still less than 1% um, and for the most part uh, seeding has been very slow as well. Delayed by the rain and snow? Absolutely. Uh, Certainly most of the province got some form of moisture over the last week or two. Parts of the south central area, such as Moose Jaw, got about 10 centimeters. So there's still quite a bit of snow left out in some of the fields. Moisture is very high and of course a lot of equipment is getting stuck. What are the main crops that have already gone in? Most of what's gone in uh, is pulse crops and there's likely been some cereals going in as well. Hopefully the weather improves for us. The forecast is calling for double digits for the weekend, uh, so hopefully we get some sun and maybe some wind and certainly producers will be back out into the field. What kind of harvest progress have we made? Harvest progress has been very slow as well. Um, It is still very wet. Uh, We've heard many reports of equipment getting stuck, even going down roads and of course into the field. So we are still estimating about 1 million acres to be left out there. So it's been very slow, uh, but hopefully weather improves and, and we can get the rest off. Have you heard about many problems of crop damage from overwinter? Absolutely. Uh, so, of course, there's been many reports of mice damage, deer damage, things like that. Of course, for the most part, we've been hearing that quality is actually better than expected. It still hasn't improved since the fall, but it really hasn't gotten any worse as well. Much yield loss? For the most part, yes and no. It all depends what type of crop they've been uh, harvesting. In some cases, I think it's a little less than they thought because, of course, shattering has happened. Of course, deer have have eaten that as well. But overall, I think producers just want to get out and, and take it off. When do you expect it to wrap up? For harvest, very hard to say. It's been very slow going. Even if conditions are perfect, it's still going to take quite a bit of time. So hopefully it's off in the next month or two and hopefully sooner. And seeding to get underway on a general basis? On a general basis, likely not for another week or two. We've heard reports from the north in particular that, of course, there's still some snow that needs to come off and a lot of moisture issues as well. So it is going to be some time before most producers are out there. Provincial Crops Analyst Shannon Friesen is expected to provide the first crop report of the season in about one week's time. CN Rail wrote a new wave of shipping contracts and record volumes to a 12% jump in first quarter profits. CN posted a net profit of $884 million in the first three months of this year due to an 8% increase in revenue. Analysts say CN has been aided by a network that touches three coasts and offers routes around the congested Chicago hub. The railway reports strong grain and coal movement, despite downward pressure on oil exports to the U.S. David Shednovic is CN's director of grain marketing. He says shipments are 12% higher than the three-year average. We use revenue ton miles as a good indicator of the density of the traffic moving on the network. If you look at it on a crop year basis, regulated grain moving to ports making up about 20% of the traffic moving in Western Canada. And we've been having a record year for Western Canadian grain movement. You know, we just had a record March. That's like the seventh month in a row now that we've set a record for that month. And interestingly, overall, our Western traffic's up 5% year over year. But the increase in regulated grain only makes up a third of that. Shednovic also notes the Thunder Bay shipping season has started a little earlier than usual. 
Feeder cattle prices across Saskatchewan were higher throughout this past week. Provincial cattle specialist Kim McLean says benchmark 500 to 600 pound feeder steers were the worst category, dropping $1.10 to average $220.60 per hundredweight. Feeder cattle prices this week were primarily higher. The steer prices range from just a little bit lower to to over $5.67 higher. Uh, the biggest price gains were in the 7 to 800 pound steer category. And some of the lighter ones had the minor decreases. The feeder heifers were up in all weight categories, uh, anywhere from $1.30 to $6.87 per hundred weight higher. So these gains were consistent throughout all weight categories, but the grass cattle, the 6 to 7 weight heifers, had the largest gains. What are the issues pushing up the prices this past week? Uh, Like last week, feedlots are getting more current. There were some increases in the fat cattle prices, so the carcass weights are going down, and so the lots are selling quicker. Uh, Producers are also getting ready for, for grass enterprises, and we're all looking forward to barbecue season. So the prices have reached a, a pretty nice level compared to the last few months. Yes, for sure. The the live cattle prices were on a steady increase, so it's uh, refreshing to see for sure. What were marketings of cattle for the week? Uh, last week we had the Easter holidays in there, so we were just over 12,000 head compared to 15,000 the week before. What happened with market-ready cattle prices? Market-ready, the fed cattle prices... Uh, we're up to a dollar seventy-five a hundred weight, so that's up two dollars and a quarter from last week. Uh, D1, D2 prices moved a dollar higher, so they're at a dollar seven a hundred weight. And the D3 cows slipped a little bit, but they're still at a pretty pretty solid number. How do prices compare to say last year at this time? Last year. Uh, we are much higher. We're as high as we were September of 2016, I guess. So we're, we're on a pretty good roll here. Kim McLean is the Provincial Livestock Specialist and compiled this week's cattle market report for the Ministry of Agriculture. The new U.S. Agriculture Secretary has been officially sworn into office. Former Georgia Governor Sonny Perdue says one of his goals is to develop a good trade policy for U.S. farmers. Trade's going to be at the top of our agenda, and we as USDA want to be obstacle removers, not obstacle placers, that enable them to do that within the law and within sound environmental policy. U.S. President Donald Trump also signed an executive order that establishes a new task force to review policies and regulations that he says unnecessarily hinder agricultural and economic growth. Meanwhile, Trump and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau spoke by phone in the past 24 hours to discuss their differences over softwood lumber and dairy products. The Canadian Prime Minister said his government will continue to defend its interests in both areas. A recent inductee into the Saskatchewan Agricultural Hall of Fame marvels at the amount of progress made over the year in gene mapping. Wilf Keller with AgWest Bio talks about the changes over the past four decades. Well, you know, when I was a young scientist in the 70s, we did a lot of work on mapping, trying to map a single gene, and it was backbreaking work in a lab that was done manually. Uh, now there is sophisticated instrumentation where you can inject a DNA sample, say, from a leaf or a root, and that uh, instrumentation will analyze and map all of the genes in that particular tissue. So you can map the whole genome of a canola plant in a reasonably quick period of time, certainly within a year. That was unheard of. I would have never believed that would happen. And you can now map multiple different strains of canola and you can see the subtle differences between them. 
Keller adds that genetic research is becoming much more cost-effective. He says 17 years ago it cost $3 billion to initially map the human genome. Now it can be done for less than $10,000. The rent. The market update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola rose 310 at 509.80. Oats went down 393 at 158.25. Number one red spring wheat gained $2.33 at 237.38. The rest were unchanged. Durham 267.46. Feed barley 122.03. Flax 453.96. Yellow peas $321. Feed wheat 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May wheat was up four and a quarter cents at 5.38 a bushel. The Livestock Report on The Source, 620 CKRM. And now the latest Livestock Report. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Market Report for Wednesday, April the 26th. A nice solid run here today with 22.50 in the sort, 350 cows and bulls, a total of 2,600 for the day. D1, D2 cows, 99 to 109, sales to 113, 114, good bulls, 120 to 130, sales to 138. This feeder market sure is gaining some strength here today. Listen up, you guys. Some highlights on the steer side, 500-pound steers, 248, 550s, 243, 650-pound steers, 230. My favorite pen, this pen was smoking hot, 700-pound steers at 214, 800-pounders, 202, and 900-pound steers, 175. Highlights on the heifer side, 400-pound heifers, 233, 450s, 225, 500-pound heifers, 222, 550s, 213, 650-pound heifers, 204, 700-pound heifers, 193, and replacement quality heifers, 800-pounders at 185. Last Friday, we had a sheep lamb goat sale. Here's some uh, prices. Lambs, 50 to 70-pound lambs, 250 to 270. 80 to 90 pound lambs, 235 to 267, and 90 to 100 pound lambs, 210 to 235. Cal ewes, $1 to 140. We had some kid goats, 40 to 60 pounders, $150 to $200 a piece. Nanny goats, $175 to $220 a piece. We also had some pairs, they traded from $350 right up to $475 a piece. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. Like I said, these prices are on the feeder market today. Yeah, it was hot. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Hams sold 7,000 hogs Tuesday, selling in a range of 139 to 141 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,000 heads, selling in a range of 140 to 142 per CKG. Number one sows delivered to Winnipeg this week are selling in the range of 86 to $98 per CKG live weight. Ham's marketing cash hog market today was up $1.60 per CKG, while forward contract prices opened higher this morning, trading near their highest level for the last month. Today's Canadian dollar is up with the noon exchange rate at 1.3592. The Canadian dollar has seen some weakness recently with the U.S. announcing tariffs on Canadian lumber in the neighbourhood of 20%. Coming up, the farm weather